Hey there, and welcome to Hangout with Hewlett. I'm your festival friend and host, Jordan Hewlett. Every Thursday, I'll invite you to come take some time out of your day and hang out with me. I'll share stories about my life, interviews, and talk about attending music festivals and shows. On this podcast, I'll be joined by friends, family, dance music lovers, business owners, and so many more amazing faces. Let's get this hangout started. Welcome back to Hangout with Hewlett. I'm your host, Jordan. Happy Thursday, or if you're not listening to this on Thursday, happy fill-in whatever the blank day it is to you. But as always, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. And then this episode, I will be sharing stories from all of the shows and events I have been attending since the return of raving this summer. Before we get into this week's episode, make sure to subscribe and follow along on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you stream your podcast. You can find me on social media at Hangout with Hewlett. I want to start off by saying Arizona is pretty much open and does not have very many restrictions when it comes to COVID. Um, I know the mask mandate has been lifted for a while. I'm not sure if it'll be returning. I know a few other states have been having mask mandates return. Each state and venue will be completely different depending on where you are in the country. So just keep that in mind when you're going to shows. All of the shows that I have been attending do not require a mask And I have not been to any major events where I need to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. I will be attending a larger festival next month where I probably will have to provide um, proof of that, um, which I'm fine. I'm fully vaccinated. I have no problem wearing a mask. I will comply with all health and safety regulations. um, So that's fine by me. But there are still people who have been wearing masks at some of the shows I've been attending. It's to each their own. Um, Everyone just needs to be safe. And I hope that people do their part, whether it be vaccinated or take precautions um, or wear a mask just to attend shows safely. Um, Going to shows and events is a privilege, not a right, and I think that's something we need to take into consideration uh, when we're looking at what these events are doing to make sure that their attendees are safe um, and they're providing the most comfortable environment for people to be in. The first show that I attended this summer was a John Summit show. It was at a venue called Shady Park here in Tempe. Shady Park is a magical place after my own heart. If you have the opportunity to ever go to a show at Shady, I 10 out of 10 recommend. It's one of my favorite venues. They do events called um, like Treehouse Sundays. So I went to a Treehouse Sunday show where we saw John Summit from like he was on for like three hours, but it starts at like three in the afternoon and goes until like 9 p.m. at night. Of course, in typical John Summit fashion, he played until like 9.30, 9.45 and just was like, the show's going to keep going on. And it always, it was amazing. He's 
not a frat star, but like a frat star. That's the energy he gives me, but I love it. He has such an upbeat vibe to his sets and they're just so fun to be around. Um, I went with a few of my friends and then just hung out. Um, but if you have not seen John Summit, I recommend going to see a set of his or a show of his. He's so much fun and he is slowly becoming one of my favorite artists. And I'm really excited to see more of his shows in the future. The next show I went to was a, another Shady Park show. At the end of 2020, I talked about a few different artists that I wanted to see in 2021. So I fully manifested seeing this artist. And the second show I went to was Jay Wara. She, oh, I'm so happy that I did and that I had the opportunity because she did not disappoint. Uh, This was the first EDM event or show that my boyfriend has ever been to and he had a blast he could not stop dancing he's never done anything like that and he was like when's the next one when can we go back he was just like on it like addicted so it was really fun to just see her her set was a mixture of her songs that were either released or are like I think released now since I've seen her as well as just some old school new school just amazing house music that we enjoyed shaking our asses to (laughs) so I will definitely be checking out Jay Wara again she's been killing it so far on her festival career lately and I'm so excited for her I'm so excited to keep watching her absolutely crush it another female DJ that I'm really proud to support and will definitely be watching as she's on more and more lineups so Jay Wara I planned on seeing a few days before her set And funny story, it is the same invite that I got from Jay Wara. My friend Veronica also texted me four hours before a show. I had just woken up from a nap and she was like, hey, my friend is selling a ticket to Claude Von Stroke. Do you want to go? Dazed and confused from my nap, I responded, absolutely, of course I want to go. And so then I did a last minute full send to the dirty bird king himself claude von stroke ah i love him i'm such a dirty bird stan um for those of you who know me claude von stroke is such an iconic dj to me he has like his little beard and his house tracks are unforgettable a non-stop party that you just want to dance to. So I went to Claude Von Stroke with a few of my friends. It also was at Sunbar, a location here in Tempe where I go to a lot of shows. It was so much fun. Like I said, I love Claude Von Stroke. This was my first time getting to see him and it was a blast. Like, ugh. He's just like a grandfather, of a father of EDM, and I'm really excited that I got to see him perform. I'm excited for the next few sets that I get to see him in as well, and hopefully I will make it to a Dirty Bird camp out this year. That's really on my bucket list or a goal to attend a Dirty Bird camp out show. 
So the next festival or show that I attended took place over Memorial Day weekend. So over Memorial Day weekend, Chris Lake and Fisher had their under construction sets at Rawhide, which is a larger venue. They have a warehouse and then they have a big outdoor area where they have like a big stage. So they had a show on Saturday night and a show on Sunday night. I went on Sunday night with a few of my sorority sisters. It was like a big reunion out in Arizona and I was really excited to see all of them and go to a show with all of them because it was the first time all of us have been to a show together. So it was a stacked lineup, uh, Leaf Lost, Dove Fire, Anna England, and then of course, a three-hour set by Chris Lake and Fisher. I love them both individually and separately together. They were also great. Something about the show, I don't know if it, no, because everywhere we went in the crowd, we could just hear people talking. Like I could hear people's conversations over the music. So that was kind of annoying. I don't know if there was just an insane amount of talking because of the crowd that was at the show or if the volume just wasn't up all of the way but I heard a lot of like chit chat and side conversations and I think also just because of like knowing Fisher's pretty mainstream and like Chris like can sometimes be just like geared towards his audience um I think it wasn't like a typical like Arizona crowd Um, which could have been another reason. But nonetheless, I had a great time. It was super hot. So always make sure to hydrate when you're attending shows here in Arizona and elsewhere. Um, It's important to keep your body moving. But I wore a red set from Freedom Braveware and some like black Doc Martens as well as a black set of chaps from body zone apparel side note they are a brand a festival rave brand here in phoenix so if you ever need any last minute outfits they have a storefront in downtown i believe and you can also shop on their instagram or website but i thought i would plug them because they have a lot of accessories and i know they're coming out with stuff soon so after memorial day I was on a roll with house shows. I feel like I have only been attending house shows. So you know what? We needed to mix it up. (laughs) I went to Zed's Dead's Dead's Beat show also at Rawhide. Now, let me just tell you, this show took place during July. July is in the middle of monsoon season here in Arizona. If you don't know what a monsoon is, it, it... downpours for about 20 minutes and then it's kind of like clear again and then we get sandstorms and dust storms and haboobs and we just have really crazy weather along with the excessive heat warnings so if you're attending shows in Arizona during the summer you really don't know what to expect if you're gonna get rain but you always know it's gonna be hot at some point So the night of the Dead Beach show, it was saying that there was a like 30% chance of rain, maybe a 40% chance of rain, but as we were getting closer and closer to the show at the pregame, the weather was not an issue for us. 
as we started driving closer and closer to Rawhide, we started driving into the storm. In a previous episode, like I said, weather and life are always unpredictable, so you just got to roll with the punches. We were prepared to deal with whatever was happening as we were getting there. It didn't look like it was going to be raining that much, so we were hoping just by the time that we got to the venue, everything would be okay. We kept driving closer to Rawhide. I'm checking Twitter to see if there's any updates about the show. I'm tracking the weather just seeing what's happening and as we're pulling up to the venue the sand and dust storm just like picked up everything was just blowing everywhere and it looks like we're inside a tornado I go onto Twitter and I see that Relentless Beats has posted that they are going to be postponing the show for 90 minutes due to a weather delay So we're like, shit, we just got to the venue. I guess we'll just sit in our car and wait it out and see what happens. So we're sitting in the car. We park on the car that we also pre-gamed with parked next to us. And all of a sudden, lightning starts striking. The rain is pouring down on us and the wind is gusting. And we're just sitting in our cars like, fuck this. This is going to be a long 90 minutes. So we're sitting in the car. The rain delay is happening. The storm is not getting any better. We're watching to see where the lightning is striking. As we're watching it, there are times it's getting closer and closer to our car. At the same time, we see people still trying to go into the event, even though we know that there is a delay and they're not letting anybody like actively in or even outside. They're telling everybody to take shelter. We um, are sitting in our car and we hear people start yelling that the show is canceled, that um, because of all the weather and things going on that the show is not going to be happening. We have a friend who works in security so we called him and we're like, hey, like what's going on? Is there anything you can tell us? And he's like, for right now, due to the weather, it's canceled. Parts of the stage We're flying up pieces of the stage. We're blowing over. It was just really not safe um, to be having this event. So for the time being, it it was canceled. So we were just sitting in our car. We were stuck there. The parking lot was a zoo. We didn't want to drive in the rain. We were like, we might as well just wait it out and see what happens. Maybe the storm will go away and this could blow over eventually. So after sitting in the car for a bit, the rain finally stopped, but there was still lightning and part of this, the dust storm. We called our friend who worked security and said we were going to wait it out and if we could just come sit inside the venue um, and get updates with him as he knows what's going on. So he ran inside, he walked us in. And if you've ever been to Rawhide, we were in the big warehouse. That's they were. That's where they were doing security and checking tickets. So we were waiting in there. Everybody was like lost puppies, just sitting down, waiting for rain delays. We were outside, and we walked to where the stage was, and you could just see part like as the wind would pick up, parts of the screen would blow up, and parts of the stage would move. Parts of different like VIP structures blew over. 
So for an event to happen when there is lightning and weather issues like that, the lightning has to strike no more than eight miles for at least like 20 consecutive minutes for them to do an all clear and have people out. So they had the weather team out there tracking the storm. They were getting updates every time lightning would strike near us. They would have to restart the count and the timer. Um, And so finally, we got an update that the show would be going on. Oh my god, you know, I was so happy at that point. I was so happy that we didn't leave. We would have been so pissed if we left and they ended up going on. So this was a stacked lineup. Oh, I had a blast. So Chief, Dirt Monkey, Lick, Level Up, Roscoe, Subtronics, and of course... Zed's dead. A fucking party. As I'm going to start with Roscoe. Put some respect on that man's name. That was my first time seeing him. And I absolutely loved it. For not attending a base show in so long. My body was so sore. <laughs> I wore platforms. So, you know, the legs were were killing me the next day but it was so worth it dirt monkey is one of my favorites along with zed's dead and during subtronics set he actually brought up level up because her set was cut due to the weather so i just you know thought that was a really cute moment <laughs> um and i love the boys i will always go and see that's dead so that was a really fun base show to attend i went with my friend rachel my friend megan um who are also stands as well (laughs) but for all of the weather i came home after the show and i was like blowing up dirt and black from all of the dust but you know weather is unpredictable especially during monsoon season but i'm i'm so grateful that the show went on anyway Again, with a full scent, <laughs> my friend Rachel, she texted me the day of Louis the Child, who's performing at Rawhide, was like, hey, I'm not doing anything tonight. I got invited to the show. Would you also like to go? Of course, you know, a free show. I'm always in. <laughs> so we went to Louis the Child. I've seen them previously, but they're always a fun throwback set. They kind of remind me of um, like college and it makes me a little bit nostalgic listening to them, but it was fun. Jai Wolf opened for them set. They also, they opened their own performance. I've never seen an artist actually do that. Um, But they opened their night with a 30-minute playground set, which is, like, all of their old-school, like, throwbacks. Um, And then they, like, later on in the night played a lot of their newer stuff. Um, So it was really cool to hear both sets of the night and kind of compare. I think I liked their playground set better. Um, just because it was their older stuff, and that was just what I'm more familiar with. 
but it was also good there had been weather issues previously in that night so the show was originally supposed to be outside and they moved it inside to the warehouse just because they didn't want to deal with any weather issues and just being safe honestly it being inside didn't have any issues for me it was kind of hot but I had a fan um I had like a handheld one as well as like a battery operated one so I was okay it was just kind of humid um but we had nice bathrooms we were able to use like the VIP bathrooms and be on a VIP part of the stage so that was nice because we had like a level up view and it, was, it felt like you could kind of breathe because you, you weren't exactly in the crowd of sweaty people, but we could be up. So that was uh, like a few weeks ago. It was a really, I don't even know, I had a blast. <laughs> I just wanted to dance and that's what it was. They did a lot of house towards the end. Um, but yeah, a fun time, and they played a lot of their own music, which I always appreciate. Getting to my final show of the summer, it's only fitting that that was my last show before COVID, making it my last show of the summer before I get ready for all of my fall festivals. The last show I attended this summer was Gorgon City. I took my boyfriend as his birthday present and one of our anniversaries to go see uh, Gorgon City. This was his second ever house show. Um, PAX was originally supposed to open, but due to having uh, their visa issues, they weren't able to get into the country, which was a little disappointing because I was really excited to get to see them, um, but Oh, well, eventually I'm going to manifest that I will be seeing PAX and it'll be amazing when the time comes. Um, but Gorgon City did a great job. They opened up with some of their older stuff, some of their classics, and then transitioned into more songs from their new album, Olympia. If you haven't listened to the album, I highly recommend. I could not stop dancing and singing my lungs out. I was honestly surprised that I knew so many songs off of their new album, but it's a great album and I loved every minute of it. So did he. We were both sweaty again. It was at Sunbar at the Top Warehouse, but it was so fun. I like Sunbar, one that it's a bar and that everyone is 21 and up. So the crowd and the vibes tend to be better than being maybe at a show or a festival that is 18 and up. So I appreciate the older crowd and the the amazing vibes. Oh, it was so good. We just danced our hearts out, um, but I loved it. So if you haven't seen Gorgon City yet, go see them. Go check out their new Olympia tour. So as of right now, those are all of the shows that I have attended this past summer. I do not know if I will be going to any in the next few weeks, but until then, my next big festival will be Nocturnal Wonderland in California at the Glen Helen Center. Let me know if you are attending. I'm really excited. I'm planning outfits and ordering all of my accessories and getting everything organized this weekend so let me know if you also want an outfit sneak preview 
As always, let me know if you have any recommendations of what type of episodes you would want to hear or if you have any questions about any of the shows I have been attending. Like I said, none of the shows that I have been attending, I have had to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. Although, since I am attending Nocturnal Wonderland, Pasquale, the owner of Insomniac, did say he is going to be requiring that. So, I will have my vaccination card. I will probably still get tested before and after the festival as well just to be safe as I'm coming back to like my friends and my office to make sure I'm not giving um, COVID to anyone else. Um, But yeah. And ending this week's episode, the piece of advice I want you to hang on to is from a late actor named Zachary Scott. As you grow older, you'll find the only things you regret are the things you didn't do. This is my piece of advice this week because I talked a lot about attending shows, full send, last minute, whatever. But without attending shows and for so long, I want to have no regrets and I just want to attend everything I can. So live your life to the fullest and have no regrets. And that is our episode. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Hangout with Hewlett. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Hangout with Hewlett. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review for the podcast. Let me know what you want to hear. Thank you for the constant love and support from everybody who's listening. Wherever you're listening to this, I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I can't wait to hang out with you next Thursday. Bye.